Welcome to The Stylist Diaries. The Stylist Diaries is your source for hair, beauty, branding, and everything in between. I'm your host, Heather DeKline, a licensed hairstylist and makeup artist in Calgary, Alberta, with a passion for sharing stories and collaboration. Now, let's take a look inside The Stylist Diaries. Welcome to The Stylist Diaries, sneaky bonus episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this podcast. As a thank you, today I have a special bonus episode for you. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mental health awareness is something that is near and dear to the heart of my amazing co-worker, Robbie Schramm. Robbie is a talented hairstylist who has been in the biz for over 10 years. She is also someone who has struggled with mental health, specifically anxiety. Today, Robbie and I have a candid talk about mental health, share stories, and resources. I hope you find something helpful in this episode that you can take away from. Enjoy. I'd like to welcome Robbie to the podcast. Hi, Robbie. How are you doing today? I'm good, Heather. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so happy you're here. (laughs) Me too. I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. So to start off, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Um, Well, my name is Robbie. I am 27 years old. I'm from a small town just south of Calgary, and I've been in Calgary for about three years. Um, I have a nine-year-old pit bull. Her name is Kimora. I have recently become vegetarian and I love animals. I love animals too. (laughs) (laughs) They're so great. Amazing. Okay. And can you share like a fun fact or a guilty pleasure or something unique about yourself with us? (laughs) Um, Maybe a fun fact might be... um, I love the things that I loved as a little girl still as 20 at 27. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like glitter and pink and I'm becoming more comfortable with it as I get older that it's fine to still That's embrace amazing. those things. You recently bought a pink bike too, right? I did. It looks <laughs> like a Barbie bike and I love it so much. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait to see you riding that. <laughs> Um, so let's get into the program a bit here. Uh, what was your journey like to becoming a hairstylist? Cause you have been a hairstylist for a while now, right? Yeah, I'm going on 10 years. Um, it has been a bumpy road for sure. Um, I've worked at six salons in my career, two of them being in Calgary, um, working in Lethbridge and Tabor. It wasn't really fulfilling my need or like my desires for what I wanted with my career. Um, so that saying that if you fail, get up, or if you fall, fail, fall or fail, whatever, you Mm -hmm. get up and you try again. So I ended up having an opportunity to work at Head Candy. I got contacted about assisting and it was one of those things that I was like, okay, this is a good start as for like where I want to be. Um, so I moved and taking a step step back from being a stylist and becoming an assistant was definitely hard, but, um, I wouldn't be as strong as I am today if I didn't have the knowledge behind me before I started assisting. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, now I'm at Salon Bowie and we have such an amazing team and I love all you girls. We do. We have such a special team. We do. We (laughs) all love each other so much. (laughs) It's kind of funny, like how much everybody in our team is just like in love and obsessed with each other. I know. It's so funny. (laughs) It's very special. (laughs) It is special. All right. So hair is not the only journey we're going to talk about today. 
Um, so let's get into it. Uh, this is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I know that it's important to you. Can you tell us a little bit about why it's so important to you and then also a bit of your journey with mental health? Definitely. Um, I think that this is an, is an important topic because a lot of us don't really realize how dark things have become. Um, if you deal with mental health, it's something that you've more than likely been dealing with for your whole life, if not like most of your life. Um, and I think that having an open conversation and providing tools and resources might give you something to relate to and realize that you're not okay, but it's okay to not be okay. Um, my personal journey has definitely been from past traumas. Um, my parents are amazing. I grew up in a very loving family. They always support me. I cannot say enough good things about my mom and dad. Um, but once I started school, I'm a highly sensitive person. And as a little girl, you don't really realize that that sensitivity is okay. There's bullying. Um, and people are mean, like kids are mean. So when I was in grade one, um, my best friend in grade one, she got hit by a drunk driver and she passed away. Oh, no. Shortly after that, my grandma passed away. Um, and then just like normal middle school, high school things. Um, my grade 12 year, my best friend got in a car accident and passed away. Um, and then later that year, I had been sexually assaulted by one of my friends. Shortly after that, I entered an emotionally abusive relationship. And I don't think that that was necessarily by fault. I think he was definitely in a place that he didn't realize he was in either. Um, he didn't come from a very together family. His family had been pretty broken. His parents were separated. His dad wasn't that great. Um, so he didn't have a lot to look back on, like a good example of what a healthy relationship would be. So entering this relationship at 17, I didn't really know any better. I didn't, and all my friends had moved away to go to school. So I was pretty much left alone with a boyfriend who wasn't always that supportive or always that kind. Um, conversation definitely wasn't always easy. So this is something that I'm learning as I get older. Um, people, everybody's suffering mm -hmm. and it doesn't necessarily mean that it's your fault or it's you, but as a young woman, you don't, that's not something that you've learned yet. You think that it's your fault. So, um, I, was laying in bed with my partner now, his name is Kyle, and I had been pretty low for a while and I was laying there and I was just like, I was just unco uncontrollably crying and I couldn't really pinpoint why I was so sad. And I had always dealt with anxiety, but this was different and I knew that it was different. And we were laying in bed and I was crying and he said to me, he asked me what I needed and I was like, well, I just want you to be here. And he was like, but I am here, Robbie, and you're still upset. So something else is going on. Um, I think that having 
that support, having a supportive family and having supportive friends and like a constant person in your life can definitely help you realize things that you wouldn't have realized on your own. Mm -hmm. Um, so now I've, I went to the doctor in September and I've been on medication now since September. So just about, what is that? Six months? I think so. (laughs) Um, time's a blur right now. (laughs) It's a blur, but I can't even express how much different my mind feels. Yeah. Like I, I would never have been able to have this conversation with you before because trying to think of something to talk about, there was so much going on in my head that Mm -hmm. it just felt like scribbles and I couldn't pinpoint one thought to talk about it. Um, So if you're feeling like that, it's definitely okay to feel that way, but just find somebody that you feel comfortable reaching out to and tell them that you're maybe not okay. Totally. I think that it's, well, first of all, I want to thank you for being so brave and sharing your story and being on here because yeah. I know that you are not alone in how you feel. And um, there are, I'm sure there are so many people that can relate. I think like early childhood trauma affects all of us in different ways. And I know that I can definitely relate to some of the stories that you shared in my journey. And that is something that we've actually talked about in salon. Yeah. um, Like the journey of being like struggling with anxiety, struggling with depression and uh, being on medication as well. Totally. So yeah. (laughs) Having the support helps a lot. And once Mm -hmm. you start talking about it, I think that that's why this is so important because once you start talking about it, you realize that you have a lot more in common with the people around you than you think. And you think that you're suffering alone, but the person next to you could be going through the exact same thing or something maybe even worse. So Mm -hmm. having an open conversation, I think is extremely important. And I think there are more people out there that are on medication for depression and anxiety than you would think, or that person would think like, um, I've been on medication for anxiety and depression more than once in my life. So I'm thinking my most recent, I just came off medication actually, but I was on for two years. And a lot of that was because I was struggling when I first started hairstyling. I just wanted to throw myself into it and work as much as I absolutely can and pay back my student loans. And I really threw myself into it working six days a week and working long hours. And it got to the point where I was having these mental breakdowns every day. But what I did was go on medication and just kept going along. Yeah. (laughs) And once I realized like that, I had to start making some changes in my lifestyle. That was when I was like, okay, maybe I can come off this medication and, you know, manage my life differently. Exactly. You have to, you have to figure out what works for you. And a lot of it is like you said, like taking a step back and slowing down, like not putting too much pressure on yourself and listening to your body because your body will tell you what it needs and your body's listening to your brain. So, yeah. So for you, like you really want to start bringing more awareness to mental health, not just in the month of May, but also like in general and having resources out there for people. And I think that's amazing. And you're kind of just at the beginning of that journey, which is cool. Yeah, I'm very excited. I, this is something that I've been thinking about for a long time. I've always been a huge advocate of mental health and I've always supported people going and getting help. I've had conversations with friends about them going to the doctor and seeing them and like getting help before I even realized that I needed it. Um, a lot of it is understanding that it's okay to have bad days and bad weeks. Like we can't be a hundred percent okay all the time. 
but just like listening and doing things for you and taking a step back and giving yourself the love that you would be giving out is I think definitely a huge, huge key to feeling okay. And I think too, because we're now um, staying at home and in quarantine, like this gives people, first of all, an opportunity to address mental health issues that they might have to slow down a little bit, but also to reevaluate what was in their life that maybe wasn't working. Yeah, exactly. It's life has given us an opportunity as shitty as it is to be stuck in our homes. Life has given us the opportunity to slow down and work on ourselves, mm-hmm. which is amazing because that never happens. So true. Like, <laughs> if you want time off, like you have to book it off. We just yeah. automatically had this time. Um, and I know for myself being away from the salon, like that's my social a lot of that is my social life and it keeps me social. And I find like being in my house and not being able to see the constant people in my life has helped or has really, um, it's been really hard to stay social. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, I don't like sometimes my phone, I like just don't reply. Yeah. And sometimes you need that too, right? Like there's exactly. a, there's a balance there almost. Yeah. I think and the it's most okay. social, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's okay to be like that. I think the most social interaction we've had is like our staff meeting. On yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there are probably a lot of people that are struggling right now. Maybe their home situation is, um, you know, not what they wanted it to be. Or maybe they're missing work. Maybe they're not. They're balancing homeschooling, um, kids, whatever the case is. Um, and, um, one thing that I wanted to ask you was what pulls you out of dark times and maybe what are some suggestions that could help pull some others out of dark times right now? Um, like I was saying, just understanding that it's okay to have a bad day. Um, if you feel like you can't get out of bed for a day, then that's okay. Um, Mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to have those bad days, because if you don't allow yourself to have them, you're going to constantly be suppressing those emotions and it's going to come out in an uglier form. So when I'm having a bad day, I just let myself have it. Um, I think that having a pet is something that really helps me. Um, She gets me out of bed when I don't want to get out of bed. I have to feed her. She needs to go outside. Um, And she's like a little friend. They're always happy. They always show you love. So I definitely recommend having a pet but that doesn't fit into everybody's lifestyle. It's a good time to get a pet. <laughs> yeah. If you can't have a pet, get plants because they require the same amount of nurturing. <laughs> yeah, something that you love and care for that gives you that sense of purpose. Totally. Um, and what are your self-care tips? Um, showing myself the love that I would normally give out. So I love giving people gifts. I love giving And sometimes you give and you give and you give and you give too much and then you're empty. So when you start to feel empty, showing yourself that love that you would normally be giving out, like I, you know, I love online shopping, Yeah, but it's almost like a sense of like, (laughs) it's like, it is kind of a sense of self-love. Like I, because I love to give people gifts, obviously I love to give myself gifts and getting a gift in the mail is like Christmas. That's true. It really is. It really is. Amazing. Um, and you're also compiling resources for people during this time. Do you have some resources that you'd like to share that um, you'd recommend? 
Um, one of my good friends, she works for uh, health and fitness mm-hmm. company. Um, they have a page on Facebook and it's called InLive Medical Center. So okay. I-N-L-I-V Medical Center. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been posting um, different videos this whole um, isolation period, um, especially this week, supporting mental health awareness week. Um, so for anybody that's looking for good, like YouTube videos or like advice from psychiatrists, um, anything like that, that Facebook page is a great place to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, the mental health, what is that one? Mental health. Mentalhealth.ca. A great one. Um, some people have like everybody has different needs of what they're looking for for resources. So um, I've gotten a lot of the same responses when I've asked what people use. So I think a lot of it is just like getting ideas from people how they how they cope, and you can make a relation and hopefully find a resource from that information. Yeah. I know there's, um, there's a lot of resources for hairstylists out there right now too. Um, and like off the top of my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many, but I know there is a lot of support for, um, like hairstylists when they struggle with like burnout and stuff like that as well. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of like the exact ones, but I know that uh, (laughs) like Salt Society comes to mind because I know they do a lot of, a lot of work for stylists specifically. Yeah. Behind um, the chair has been doing a little bit, but yeah, and they've been doing good support for like COVID nineteen and stuff too. So for kind of off topic, but for people yeah. who have questions <laughs> about like what their salon should do or anything related to COVID, I know that Behind the Chair has been really good for that. Yeah, that's good information. Um, so you did recently, um, I believe this was yesterday or the day before, did a series of questions on IG like related to mental health. Um, yeah. So, and I think you got a lot of really cool responses. So I'd like to give you the opportunity to share some of those, um, like kind of what people said on how they show themselves love and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm finding that people show themselves love very similarly across the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a lot of yoga. I got a lot of face masks. I got a lot of bubble baths. And these are things that I'm going to assume and maybe I shouldn't assume, but women are doing Mm -hmm. what I I'm a woman so I know what can help us feel good and I would really love more information on like what men do to help them because I feel like women we're more inclined to talk about it Mm -hmm. and talk to our friends about it and be open about it but men are less inclined to be vulnerable like that so um taking time reading a book um a lot of self-love podcasts. I recently started reading a Daniel Steele romance novel. Ooh, I've actually never dabbled, but there's a lot out there. (laughs) I feel so ridiculous. I was saying to Kyle yesterday, I was like, the older I get, the more things I do that I used to make fun of women for doing, like watching soap <laughs> operas and reading romance novels. <laughs> oh my God. My mom used to watch soap operas, Young and the Restless, every day yeah. at four o'clock. And, and like, that was my childhood. It's so funny. <laughs> They're so ridiculous. But I'm like, I think that 
because as you get older, like, that drama is kind of gone, and women, like, we love drama, like, whether it's reality TV or, like, it doesn't necessarily mean to be, need to be, like, drama in our life, but we like dramatics. Yeah, well, um, we find it entertaining, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm finding that, like, I, sometimes I have a really hard time reading when I'm feeling pretty anxious, because it's hard to stop your mind from thinking. So um, I've been reading, this book is called The Power of Now. And essentially what it's saying is um, to be more present in like the time. We can't change what happened in the past and we can't change what's going to happen in the future, but we can focus on our life right now. And the more present we are in the now, the less our mind suffers. Um, I had to take a break from that one just because I've been feeling a little bit anxious myself and I find reading stuff like that when I'm feeling down almost enhances it. It's mm -hmm. harder to concentrate on it. Um, but reading this romance novel is just so easy reading and it's just like, it's telling a story. It's so easy. And I read three chapters before I went to bed last night. Like it's amazing. something to distract your mind rather than focusing on what is wrong with it. Yeah, I definitely think fiction can be, like, categorized as self-help or, like, yeah. self-care, for sure, because sometimes you just want to read and get lost in a story, and yeah. you want it to be an easy read. Yeah. Um, my, I don't like, one of my first personal favorites is Harry Potter. Yeah. Those books are so easy to read, and they're, they're very enjoyable, so. Yeah, good way they're to captivating. There's lots that goes on. Sometimes we just need something, like, different from real life. Yeah. I know some people did recommend some self-help books to you, and I know you you mentioned what your favorites are, but what are some of the ones that you um, have had recommended? Yeah, let me, I'm just going to pull them up. There's a lot of good ones out there too. So these there ones is a be lot. like um, people that you know that have read these and love these. I um, got a lot of, is it Bren Brown? Brené Brown, yeah. Brené Brown. I got a lot of her, um, but I haven't personally read her, but I've heard that it's not necessarily self-help per se, but more or less like putting life into perspective for you, mm -hmm. which can be self-help. Totally. She actually has a very good TED talk, and I think this is an older one, but I'm sure you could still look it up on uh, vulnerability and how we as a society view it as a weakness, but it's actually a strength. So vulnerability is, and that's like, that's something that I'm also learning is the more vulnerable you are, the more you grow and you can't grow without it. Otherwise you just yeah. stay stagnant. So vulnerability, no matter how hard it is, or if it, sometimes it hurts, but mm -hmm. you're always going to come out of it and feel better. It's never going to be worse. Yeah, absolutely. There's always something to learn. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I'm just pulling up some of these books. Sorry. Oh, no, that's totally okay. Um, you Are a Badass. I got that one a couple times. Um, one that I got that I thought was really interesting was it's called Start Where You Are, and it's a gratitude type journal. So Ooh. what you would you would be it would be asking you questions as you're reading it and then you would be journaling at the same time. This would be a great 
thing to do if you feel like you can't, you want to start journaling, but you can't get your thoughts written down. This would be a great place to start and helping remind you of the good things and what you have to be grateful for. Um, steps, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Three <laughs> steps to the infinite self by Stuart Wilde and new earth by Eckhart Tolle. I'm assuming is how you say that. I'm really bad at pronouncing names. Oh my gosh. So am I, it's been very interesting with podcasting because I have to make sure that I know how to pronounce everyone's name. I bet. <laughs> it's so <laughs> awkward. Like, um, I hate when you go to get like a client, this is again off topic and you're, you think that you know how to say their name and they're like, they correct you and you're like, okay, oh I'm so sorry. Especially a new client, because then you're like, okay, I've set the tone here. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I know I've read that you are a badass um, at making money version, and I have yeah, really like that, that too. Um, because yeah, like one thing that I've struggled with is like, how do I manage my student loan debt and mm -hmm. um, working on that? And there's a lot of really good information on like how to manifest wealth into your life and to have a better attitude, more positive attitude toward money, which is actually pretty. I think that that's amazing. <laughs> money is like the biggest stress. I think no matter how much of it you have, you're, you're going to be stressed about it. No, Either you want more or you don't have enough or you have enough, but you don't get to do anything. Yeah. So I think that that's a great, that would be a great place to start if people are feeling like, especially with COVID, like being off work, if people are feeling um, a little bit down and a little bit stressed financially, that's a good, that's a great um, recommendation, I think. Um, do you have any self-help podcasts that you love? Self, there's one called Self-Love. Oh, that's um, I've listened to that one a couple times. Um, one of my good friends gave me one and she she went through a really bad breakup in January and she's, so she's been super into um, self-help the last few months and she's given me a lot of information actually. Mm -hmm. um, she gave me The Broken Brain. She said that it's her favorite podcast. I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. Um, I needed a little bit of a me day yesterday as we were talking about, so mm -hmm. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I know that she, she is very supportive of mental health as well. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely, I would take what she says. I'm going to write some of these down because I haven't actually checked these out. And honestly, one of my favorite things to do is listen to podcasts. I can be very entertained for a long time. I think time. It's, it's so much easier because sometimes we don't have the mental energy to sit down and read a book. Like sometimes you just want to sit and listen and it's easier to lay back and listen to somebody talk to you and it can be more soothing than being in your head reading. I think especially too, if you're experiencing anxiety, like sometimes you just need to have like some quiet and then like even just hearing a voice or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Something to distract what's you from going on, what's going on inside your own head. Mm -hmm. The Calm app is good for that too. That's not yes. a podcast, but it is a good one. <laughs> it is a good one. Yeah. I am a big fan of guided meditations on YouTube. If I can't sleep, yep. they're great. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mike and I are big fans of breath work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really 
Um, and kind of talking more about like the self-care aspect, um, would you like to share some of your favorite face masks and treats with us? <laughs> okay. I love baking. <laughs> I had to stop baking because <laughs> I put my jeans on after the first two weeks of quarantine and they like gave me like hickey type bruises on my legs <laughs> from sitting down. So I, I think that's gonna happen bake. to a lot of us. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to bake more, just like vegan friendly baking now, or just mm -hmm. like give myself limits. Sure. But I love baking cookies, cakes, squares, literally anything. Um, and I know that these face masks aren't the best, but they're really fun. Those bubble masks from Sephora. Yeah, they're so fun, and the it's rubber so one. Good. Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's like different textures and stuff are stimulating. So I think that that's fun too. Yeah. Treat yourself with a face mask and some baking. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe after this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else that you'd like to add that we haven't covered already? Um, I think, like I was saying, I would love more information from men. So if anybody can help me with that, that would be great. Um, I think that this is extremely important and I'm going to keep emphasizing that because I didn't realize how low I had gotten, but the more I express how, where I was, the more I'm realizing that mental illness is so normal. And mm -hmm. speaking with my dad, my dad suffers from depression and he has for a long time and he's been on and off medication for a few years. Um, but when I went on it and I started talking to him about my experiences and the people that I know that are currently taking things for anxiety, depression, bipolar, his response was, wow, I didn't realize that that many people need it. And mm -hmm. I think that that's the issue is because you don't realize that that many people are sick. So when you say that you're not alone, you really aren't. Because no. so many people are suffering, they may just not be talking about it. Yeah, I think that's, and that's exactly why we have to raise the conversation about it, is because yeah. people think like, oh, my family suffers from this, it's my family curse, but like, it's not, it's not it's limited not to one family or one person. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Uh, well, thank you so much for chatting with me. I'm so happy that we had this conversation. Me too. Where I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. I'm just wondering, where can people find you um, and any resources that they may need um, regarding anything we've talked about today? Um, my um, new, my mental awareness handle is you and me mentally. Um, yeah. Enhancing the you're not alone with the you and me. Yeah. Um, I love it. <laughs> yeah. And feel free to follow me. I'm going to be posting for the foreseeable future um, stories that I've gathered from people that I know personally and um, some, some things that they do for self-help. That can be a great resource. Just hearing somebody else's story. Yeah. Um, and like I said, in live on Facebook, they're great. They show a lot of videos. Um, YouTube is a great resource because you can search literally anything and find a video. So if you're feeling a certain way, just like guided meditation for 
anxiety or listening to this person talk about um, depression. Like there's so many things online. You just have to search for them. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'll link um, everything that you've given me, all your information, resources, and uh, your You and Me Mentally page when I share this podcast. So all that information will be available on the podcast Instagram for everyone. Amazing. Thanks, Heather. Yeah. Thank you, Robbie. I'm so glad that we got to have this chat. Me too. We'll have to have you back on the podcast and we'll talk more about hair or something next time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe we can do like a segment on um, like working in that industry and how it affects yes yeah I love it because we put so much energy into other people yeah that's so true I think when you were talking about um real quick like when where people get drained very easily like that's hairstylists because sometimes we're seeing four five six seven eight clients a day and we're giving our energy to them and then at the end of the day we're exhausted yeah we're empty we can't give anymore so but. definitely, I think it's really good for hairstylists to focus yeah. on their mental health for sure. I agree. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please like, rate, and subscribe. You can find me on Instagram at heatherdk_ Until next time, sending love and light your way.